official Greyhound Time podcast. I'm Armand Siraji. And I'm Jimmy Malone. And today we have a very special guest. We have multi-athlete at Clayton High School, Sal Plonels, who is a very good cross-country runner, very yep. good basketball player, and very good track runner. Um, this week, Sal set a personal record in, in what race? The 5K. The at, 5K. Uh, the Parkway West Invitational for cross-country. Shout out to Sal. We will be talking about him. We will be talking about that to him a little later. He might be giving us a little insight into uh, the basketball team this year, uh, just getting everybody ready for some winter sports. We're also going to uh, get the inside track on what it's like to be a three-sport athlete at Clayton High School. We also, per usual, will be updating you guys on different news around Clayton Athletics as the fall sports seasons begin to come to a close. There's still about um, a month or so left. Um, so we are getting ready for the district's season, but for some of these seniors, it was some of their last times competing, uh, at a high level the way that they normally, normally have. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how, um, a lot of these teams do in their playoffs, district competitions, uh, state competitions for some teams. Uh, and we'll also be looking back on some games from this previous week, football games, soccer games, everything. So Stay tuned. So we are here today with Sal Planels. Hi. Hi, guys. Welcome. How you doing today? Doing pretty good. How about you? Pretty good. Thank you. Thank you. So um, you are a three-sport athlete at Clayton. Um how many years have you been on varsity for cross country? One. <laughs> nice. What about for basketball and track? Basketball, this will be my second year on varsity, and track, this will also be my second year on varsity. Cool. And you are a captain this year for cross country? And track, yes. And track. Um, so what's it like, uh, because a lot of the team this year, is it's composed of mainly underclassmen, right? Or is that not right for cross country? Oh, for cross country, um, yeah. Uh, cross country, we have a good balance. We have a really, okay. we have good leaders. Um, Emilio is coming back from an injury. Liam is a strong, strong runner. He's improved in, immensely. It's it's crazy. And then of course George okay. is always leading the pack. He's he's another great leader, always pushing us to keep going harder and harder. And then can't forget about Jacob Beckett. He's a uh, he's another really good runner and. He just keeps pushing himself harder and harder. Yeah, Jacob Beckett uh, putting up some PRs every meet, so good for him. Uh, Sal, what uh, are you looking to accomplish for the rest of the season going into district meets and conference meets? Um, I want to, you know, be a solid runner for our team, uh, whether that be putting up times that actually allow me to run or just being a steady alternate in case <laughs> someone gets hurt you know nice so um this past weekend you set a personal record yeah um in a 5k yeah so is there anything that you did to prepare differently for for that race than for the other races that may have led to to that pr um well i definitely believe like this year i've tried i like started really trying and grinding um 
nights before it's always pasta gotta get those <laughs> carbs uh go to bed early and then get in a good mindset that you know you're gonna run well you're gonna do great um everybody's just as nervous as you so just kill it <laughs> um i know during the races it can be um really painful and um excruciating so what do you do to get through some of those hard moments out there on the course. Well, it's funny you ask that, actually. Uh, this year during the Parkway West Invitational, this is my fourth year running it, and about between the second and third mile, I was really in, like, you know, the constant pain that one would feel, and I just thought to myself, like, this is the last time I'm ever going to run. This is, like, kind of sad. Don't don't be bad. Like, really try. Do set a good time for yourself. That's kind of the mindset that a lot of those seniors are, are having in, in a lot of their sports uh, as we wind down the year. So um, we talked a little bit with Rohan Tripathi a couple episodes ago, um, and he, we, we, he talked about a, a little bit about how transitioning from soccer to basketball can be a little intense sometimes, fatigue can set in a little bit. Um, but at the same time, he is done after after February-ish. So for you, what's it like to always be in season? Like, especially because you're a runner, you have to always stay in shape. Yeah. Um, I personally, I like it a lot, always being in a season. Uh, it keeps me busy. gives me something to do. Uh, and really in those, like, couple days between seasons, it's almost weird to just go home, and I don't like it. Um, before track, I also did baseball, but then, you know, I fell in love with running, I guess, so I went to track. Um, but I've always done three sports, and it's just the activity was something I really enjoy. Um, with all that running, <clears throat> you definitely have to feel prepared um, for basketball. So how does uh, cross-country condition you for basketball? Yeah, um, so it really helps when we're on the line, like when we're doing sprints. I'm not – I have the endurance to run. Sometimes the speed is not there compared to other kids, but I could run just as long as them. I will say, though, at the beginning of basketball season running, you don't really need much coordination, so I kind of look a little goofy out there in the beginning <laughs> until I get my get my sea legs back. Your land legs? Land legs, land, ar <laughs> <laughs> land arms back, you know, get back into the swing of things. Um, also, being a captain on two teams, track and cross country, and a senior leader on the basketball team, what do you do for some of the underclassmen um, on the varsity teams and on the JV and freshman teams um, to help them out? Uh, just make sure everybody really feels welcome and, like, make sure everybody really feels they have a friend there. Um, playing a sport, any sport, can be scary and nerve-wracking because you want to compete, you want to do well. So it's really nice to know. I know, like, when I was a freshman, um, this one runner, Cray, he was a big uh, influence on me. He like said hi to me in the halls and I just thought that was the coolest thing and that made me want to try harder and you know be the best that I could be. So you're um, not only involved in the athletics at Clayton but you're pretty involved in some other organizations around the school. Um, for example DECA uh, you're on the board as well as you're the president of the JSU. Um, so what advice would you have for somebody who doesn't necessarily want to go out for a sport because they would say that they don't always have the time to, to handle everything? Um, that's a, it's a valid excuse to say you don't have time, but I think you can also make time. Um, and to s 
yeah, you can always find time. If you want to do something, you'll figure out a way to work, whether it's leaving practice 15 minutes early. Um, you just got to make it work. Mm -hmm. um, what are you looking forward to um, in your last seasons for all these different sports? So ending cross country, uh, basketball, and track. Uh, well, for cross country, I really want to just – not feel like I left anything out. Like, I want to feel like I really did my hardest and pushed as hard as I could. Um, for basketball, very, basically for all the sports, I really just don't want to leave like I left anything on the table. Uh, just want to finish out strong. Um, so everybody has always said nothing but good things about Coach Crow. Um, so how would you describe the influence he's had on you um, throughout the past four, four years, yeah. Uh, Crow, amazing man. If you're listening to this, like, shout out to you. You're the bomb. dot com. Um, <laughs> um, but he is really like a major influence in me. Uh, he just he always always has a smile on his face no matter what, and like he doesn't he pushes you, but in a way like no other coach has ever pushed me. Um, he makes it so you want to do well, and not like he's yelling at you or like making you do it because he wants it. it makes it's an internal thing for you um one word to describe coach crow <laughs> amazing nice that's a good word i like the word bomb.com is not one <laughs> word <laughs> we'll let you make it, it one word bomb.com hear that coach crow sal thinks you're the bomb.com all right, thank you, Sal. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. And uh, good luck for the rest of the season and the rest of your, your senior year. Thanks. Great conversation we just had there with Sal Planels, a good friend of ours as well. So it was great talking to him. Yeah, I never really... Uh had the time to sit down with him and talk about sports like that with him. So definitely good to get some insight into what he's thinking about all his things he's got going on in the athletic community. Absolutely. Um, and some other news regarding both fall sports and winter sports. Um, first, let's just start off with winter sports. Get your eligibility cards. That is a direct quote from Miss Dornfeld. So if you want to play, get your eligibility cards. Yeah, eligibility cards, ASAP No Rocky, quoted from Ms. Dornfeld. Get those in, get ready for winter sports. Definitely going to be exciting. Um, now, moving on to some other news regarding fall sports. Um, the tennis team had their senior night, so we'd like to give a quick shout-out to all the girls' tennis players that are seniors, um, specifically senior captain Sarah Stemmler, Sonia Sa, and Grace Snelling. Um, all those girls had really great careers playing varsity tennis um so we just like to give a quick shout out to them and congratulate them on their on their years yeah congratulations girl tennis um bounce back here for sure absolutely had a bigger team new coach didn't really know what to expect going into the season uh lost the captain dana anderson but you know definitely they, exceeded expectations yeah, for sure so, for they sure. definitely did their thing um now moving on to soccer um great performance in the cyc tournament um, as we as we were interviewing with Andrew, Rohan, and Clark, 
Andrew mentioned that one of his goals, um, besides going very far in the state tournament, was to to um, repeat as CYC champions. Unfortunately, on uh, Saturday they played against Waterloo in the championship. In the championship, and they lost four two on penalties. Um, heartbreaking. Heartbreaking loss. Uh, the team did not have. A lot seniors. of their starters. A lot of their starters right. were missing. Nolan Waits was hurt with a stress <laughs> fracture. Um, Clark Boger and Andrew Matheny were on college visits. They could not be in attendance for that game. Um, but what you really love to see is Waterloo being as good a team as they were and are. Um, it's really great to see how we were um, missing so many guys, but at the same time we had the guys coming off the bench really stepping it up um, and really playing a great game um, because they were playing – they were playing – attacking soccer the the entire game and and it's kind of heart-wrenching to see that they didn't come out with the win at the end even though uh seeing that game live a lot of people would have said that they deserved it yeah there was a lot of guys um who got the start that hadn't even played a full game yet this season mm-hmm. you know they played um schmidt and goal um he'd played what 20 seconds in the ladu game, in the Ledoux game yeah. that was that was and always, he still he still performed really yeah, well. only allowed one goal which is which is amazing against a team like waterloo absolutely um a few games before that we tied waterloo which yep. was our first result of the year that was not a win yep. so we knew it was a challenge and um you know they just got the best of us in penalties and it happens it's it's, it's a hard way to lose but um you know it happens um but even despite that um despite losing in the in the championship there um we're still all very optimistic, still very hopeful uh, for the district tournament ahead. Um, we don't expect this to translate. We don't expect them to to be rattled all of a sudden because they, they lost that game. We know that all of those players, no matter if they were starting or role players coming off the bench, we know that they're all going to bounce back from this loss um, and, and really show up during district time. And, you know, you don't want to be going into a district tournament, state tournament, having not lost a game yet it's a little you know, bit you yeah. want to know you want to know how to lose and how to take a loss and bounce back so Absolutely. they're definitely going to see you know they're going to get their guys back some of their senior leadership back and they're going to show you what they're made of the next game going into the district tournament uh you're definitely going to see the full talent of this team and what they can do absolutely um in other news um regarding athletics the football team since our last podcast, uh, has played two games. They have played both the Ladue game as well as the game against Parkway West. Neither one going in their favor. Um, two shutout losses for for the Greyhounds these past two weeks. Um, injuries and penalties are definitely starting to pile up and and show to be a little harmful to the way that they play. Um, specifically with penalties, um, they the team really just can't get anything going when they're, each play is getting called back or the the defense can't really hunker Do down anything, and get a yeah. stop if they kept keep getting called for penalties. So, I mean, you don't want the the defense is on the field for a lot of the game and it's hard to get the offense rolling mm-hmm. um, when you can't get a stop and it's hard to get the defense rolling when there's no points on the board. So absolutely. Um, it really just comes down to um, improving on that. They just need to improve on both sides of the ball. Just be a little bit more disciplined on, on both sides of the ball. Exactly right. Yeah, I mean, you know, you get they'll they'll get something going, and then a penalty, 
puts him back five, ten yards. Maybe it's a pass interference call that brings a big play back or something like mm-hmm. that. It, you know, it, it just it just hurts. Uh, to it's hard to get some rolling. But whenever, I, I mean, unfortunately, this is happening on almost every drive. Um, it just keeps getting called back or something gets in the way from them advancing further and further up the field. But there were a couple times earlier in the season when this didn't happen, when they didn't get called for penalties every play, where they really got to get a drive going, and then you saw the effects of it, and they, they'd march right down the field and score a touchdown, uh, as shown in the, the last possession of the, the Normandy game right before halftime. Yeah, that's definitely when they're at their best, when they're playing disciplined, playing smart football, and a lot of that has to do with um, the young guys on the team. You know, there's lack of experience. A lot of the guys on the team this year, as we mentioned, even if they're a senior, haven't played football before. Absolutely. And it's it's not a it's not a skill thing. It's more of a you know just playing disciplined, playing smart. And it's just they they haven't had the the four years even more for some guys of experience that other players have. Absolutely. So uh, unfortunately, in this past game against Parkway West. Um, Derek Chapman, junior Derek Chapman, uh, dislocated his kneecap. Um, painful injury. It was a very painful injury. It looked bad. Um, he was obviously in a lot of pain. Um, I think that rules him out for the remainder of the year. I'm not 100% sure, but... Um, I, hope, I hope he bounces back. You know, hopefully, um, for next year. They, uh, Definitely for next thoughts. year. Uh, you know, he had With a lot him, of talents. But, absolutely. Uh, him being one of, the, one of the leading receivers on the team... Um, yeah, it's it's definitely difficult to see a player like that go down, especially considering how the football team has been struggling, um, and to have one of your one of your most reliable receivers go down like that is is very difficult. Definitely hoping for a, a comeback season next year from Derek. Absolutely, um, we had a lot of hope for this football team before the season. Obviously, the season's not over. Um, as we talked about in the first episode. The great thing about high school sports is that there is always a postseason. There's always district time. so And we saw it a few years ago with the basketball team, you know? Yep, absolutely. They came into the district tournament as a low seed and ended up making it to the district championship against Vashon. Yeah. And I could see the same thing happening with the football team. You know, they string together a couple wins at the end of the season maybe, go in there to the district tournament playing strong. Um, it's just going to come down to that, you know? Definitely the most important thing for this team is to – to like you said string together a couple of victories and and at this point maybe just a couple of good drives would do the trick as well to get them rolling a little bit um because that's really the one thing that's been that's been holding them back is just mounting good long drives on offense um and obviously if the defense is always on the field they get tired they begin to make more mistakes so it really all starts with that offense um and I know, I know Coach Barnes, Coach Verby, Coach Schwent, they're all, you know, trying to think of something creative, yes. something new to really liven up the team. Absolutely. Get something new going, get something that other teams haven't seen before, they won't see on film, that they can bring to a game and surprise some people. Absolutely. And, and uh, obviously, all the coaches on that staff are working extremely hard. But um, really quickly, I'd just like to give a shout out to Coach Verby because as we mentioned, it's it's kind of difficult when your defense is always on the field, and um, despite the their opponents scoring a good amount of points on them the past couple of games, Coach Verby has really done a good job of trying to disguise defenses, showing different looks, um, trying to keep the offense on their toes as much as they can, while um, still making sure that they put a defense out there that can that can get some stops. And they yeah. they did get it, they did get some stops in the past two games as well. It's not like they they. 
uh, the opponent scored on every single drive. They did get stops. The biggest example I saw of that was in the um, Ledoux game. Mm-hmm. Yep. When um, they they were down 36 nothing at halftime, um, but it only ended up losing, what, 43? 43 to nothing? I think so. They, so, didn't, they didn't allow as many points in the second half. They no, really they, they really shut them down. And given Ledoux didn't have a lot of their starters in, but still, that Ledoux football team won the state championship last year. Even if, yeah, exactly. I mean, they won the state championship. Even if it's a bench player on a state championship team, that's a, that's still a great player. That yeah, can exactly. definitely go out there and, and do something special. And so that's definitely a positive they can take away. If they play like they did, the defense plays like they did in the second half of that Ledoux game against a extremely talented opponent, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of potential there. Absolutely. Build upon that. For sure. So um, that covers it for football. Um, other sports as well, other fall sports, um, field hockey, softball, still continuing strong. Um, again, they're also just getting ready for their district. Um, and they're looking, their they're, they're going to look good going into districts, you know. Uh, last really, year, field hockey, not the best season. Yeah. Bounce back this year, great season, and they're probably excited going into district. See what they can do. Absolutely, it's really um, important for for any team, really, but I think specifically for this team to to go into the districts feeling confident with their performances, and um, they have done that. They've earned the right to be proud of their performances. They've earned the right to be proud of their games. Um, same with softball. Same with softball, exactly. So those two teams. Um, get ready for their district runs because it's definitely going to be very exciting to watch them play and hopefully make a deep run in districts this year. Also looking at uh, boys swimming. Uh, another strong season for boys swimming. Koji Barrett, Hutton Murdoch, those two seniors really leading the team this year. And they always have a successful season. Absolutely. So it's going to be interesting to see how they do in their respective um, playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that that's never been an issue the swim team they, yeah they've always they've always had talent years. yeah always even, had even talent. before us they had um they had guys like andrew Lidikin, uh definitely putting up some some good records there yeah and you're you kind of expect the the field hockey team softball team that's been a surprise yes with the with the swim team everybody's kind it's of expecting this exactly and now it's more of a matter of what are they going to do next right excited to see what they do in districts absolutely so um, we are going to go into a more in-depth preview of winter sports within the next few weeks, uh, most likely as fall sports all begin to come to a close. Um, but real quick, we're also very excited for, for the winter sports. Um, firstly, girls basketball has always been a very successful team um, the past four years, led by that really strong group of of girls, um, the strong group of seniors, uh, they've come a long way since their freshman year, and, and yeah, I think they're ready to lead this team. They were absolutely. on a they were on a team that um, won the district championship. They won it two years ago. Yes. Yeah. No, and they won it. They won it the same year that the boys played um, in the district final. So that would have been that's three years ago. There you go. Three so years ago. They, they, they've definitely got some experience. On um, on that team, uh, and they're ready to lead this team coming into winter sports through a strong season. Um, they've always been playing well. Absolutely. Um, other sports, boys basketball, they lost uh, Daryl Sams, who was a, a really reliable scorer. Could score, rebounder, passer. Score, exactly. He, he, could, he, he could do great. a little bit of everything, and, and that's going to be a void to fill, but um, there are definitely some guys either coming up from JV 
um, or who who have developed a lot during the offseason that can definitely take over that role. Um, so, and again, it, that's not a point of concern either. Yeah, what I love to see about the basketball team is they're always working. You know, Coach Absolutely. Cochran has them in the gym, has them in the weight room far before the season starts. They've been preparing. Uh, they know they've got some tough games. Uh, looking at that Ledoux game, I believe it's the first day of winter break, last yep. day of finals, the Ledoux game. Yep. Um, that that's going to be a big matchup. See what we can do. Lost by one point last year. And that that's going that game's going to be at home. So yeah, there's no excuse not to go to that. I know one. it's a, everybody it's, show to that. It's one. about three months in advance, but um, everybody's got to mark, mark on your their calendars, calendars for now. Sure. Mark your calendars now. Yeah. Um, other news: We also have boys wrestling, um, and girls swimming both of those teams have been fairly successful um especially wrestling losing a guy like jeremiah austin is huge um but again kaylee ross has also um made it to state i believe twice so she's also somebody that you can look for um looking at the girls swim team too um sophomore uh kellen model uh she's a star in the making for sure she's set um, a lot of records for the school her freshman year. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see what she can do um, going uh, through the next three years at Clayton. Um, yeah, also uh, some updates on the baseball field. There's stuff there. They've like they've, started. They've started. Broken ground. Broken ground. Honestly, I would say it probably looks better now than it did before just because you can see something and there's hope. Yeah. There's things on the field that you could – imagine them turning into a baseball field it's gonna look great and uh coach Zucker has been a big part of Absolutely. putting that all together planning that um the design process coach Hudson been I know a big part of that both of those guys have been very anxious to get started they they're really excited for that new field and it's been a while in the making we mentioned that a couple episodes ago so obviously they're very excited to to get going hopefully get that um completed ready to play on for Absolutely. the baseball season and will be in use for years to come for sure. So um, follow us on Instagram, yeah, at Greyhound Time. At Greyhound Time on Instagram. Also, like we said last time, now on Apple Podcasts. I know that's where a lot of uh, a lot of you guys listen. So check us out on there. Available on all podcasting platforms. Um, if you or you know somebody who is interested in a sponsorship opportunity, um, feel free to email us. It's email, be, DM, whatever. Whatever. Just contact, contact us in us. some way. The email is greyhoundtime at gmail.com. Um, yeah, if you guys want to be a part of this, uh, we'd like to take in as many of you guys as we can because we want to make this. Like we said, we want the purpose of this podcast is to get people excited about Clayton sports and Clayton athletics, and we think the best way to do that is to get as many of you guys involved as possible. Um, so even if it's not just for a sponsorship, even if you guys want to, you know somebody who you'd like to nominate to for us to interview, we'd, we'd also love that. Yeah, just uh, hit us up in the DMs. Uh, <laughs> definitely uh, where we, we like to talk to you guys, see what's going on. Uh, if you have anything you want us to talk about, anybody you want us to interview, just let us know. Um, next time, I think we're thinking about um, Coach Zucker. We're finally getting Coach Zucker. Coach Zucker's going to talk about the uh, baseball team as well as the new field. Yes. Um, also... I uh, hope to get uh, Koji Baird and Hud Murdoch in yes. um, as district coach for swimming. They've got a long season, um, one of the last fall sports to end, so hopefully we get them in here. And uh, also, in a few weeks, get the winter sports preview going. So a lot of things yep. coming up here, change of seasons, we won't of say anything. We won't say anything too prematurely, but we do have some alumni that we are planning on having on the podcast as well. So stay tuned for those updates. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. Exciting. Uh, excited to see what's going on. Uh, thank you. Thanks for the listen. See you later.